drop that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, I can leave, I can leave, I can leave. DJ Killer Kev. Mouse. And uh oh! Let me tell you, boys, you can't make Uh-oh. that shit up. Inside, real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up, it's your boy, Young Jeezy? This is Fifty Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT? I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, and A. Last one of the year, last one of 2023. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, a hey, Dizzle episode 373 episodes. We are here, man. So let's just jump into it because obviously we took a bye week for the holiday, so we got so much to get into, but we always got to check in with the squad. Fellas, how was the week? Shit, two weeks, it feels yeah. like. <laughs> um, no, nah, it was good. I had a good good two weeks. Um, Christmas parties at work, um, gift exchanges. Uh, the kids hooked your boy up with some with some LeBrons for Christmas. Okay. Ooh. They are of that age. They are of that age to start saying. getting you gifts. Yeah, they took care of pop. So in the new that. joints. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I ain't no shoe guy. I don't know. I, I think like those it. are the new joints. Those oh, are. Hold them to the side. Do the side angle. Oh, yeah. Uh, you official uh, tissue. Oh, okay. You yeah. getting back out there, bro? Oh, you know, I, I might put a couple shots up. I might put a couple shots up with these. But, nah, really good Christmas. Um, Everybody took care of. The kids got what they wanted. Um, uh, got announced officially as the edible owner at our Christmas party. So starting hey. starting tomorrow. Bounce. Tomorrow, yeah, <laughs> super excited about you know what's next. I'm about to holler at uh radio stations and schools, and you know time to time to time to get this boss thing rolling. So nah, but we super excited about it. Um, so that was announced. Uh, my mom and. Okay. Anybody get too drunk at the Christmas party? You know, them be getting wild. Y'all like y'all so, turn. Yeah, so I wasn't supposed to DJ. They asked me to uh bring my stuff and just play some music. We was gonna be chilling, eating, playing some games, and like 30 minutes into it, I kept going over there checking the mix. And I might play one request and put a mix back on, and then before I knew it, I was like, Preach, young <laughs> Dolph. Ah! You know, it was going crazy. So um, but we all got, yeah, we all got fucked up pretty, pretty good. It was, uh, it was, uh, I had to work the next day with like three of the people that was there and I got there early and I watched everybody come in like, good morning. You know, it was, <laughs> it was one of those, but we had a great time. Uh, my mom and pop celebrated their 20th wedding anniversary on the 27th. So that was super nice to, uh, they got to spend a full day together and do all that. I got them some edible arrangements since I know somebody. So <laughs> but other than that, man, I'm getting ready for 2024 and uh, new beginnings. No doubt, no doubt. Real quick on the uh Christmas party announcement, like take us there. How did it happen? Like so me and me and Sam really didn't even know that was happening like that. We knew it was coming, but we didn't know when. And uh Chad wanted to go ahead and get to it. He wanted to, you know, make a Facebook announcement and and while uh, we had some friends and family in the building. Um they uh we knew it was coming, but we didn't, just didn't know when. So, like, my wife wasn't there because she was coming off of a cold. 
Um, the other owner wasn't there. He was out with family. So it was kind of like a spur of the moment thing that Chad wanted to do, but he was ready to announce that, you know, they're moving to silent partners and, uh, me and Sam will be the face of edible. So dope, dope, dope. Super excited. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Like Dizzle said, man, y'all was super turnt, man. I seen the lives, man. Y'all was going in. Yeah, it, it it got there quickly. Sam was mad at me for sweating her hair out at a Christmas party that wasn't supposed to be that. So, how big is this place? Because y'all was. In oh yeah, we 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 make it. You know, it's a, it's a big enough place for you kick back. We're we're we're, we're uh, talking about doing some, you know, some maybe some dipping sips. You know, some couple nights, some after hour stuff that you know we'll be branding off to. Since I know a DJ and and Sam used to be a bartender, so. We definitely got those lanes covered, but uh, ring my it, bell if yeah. that goes down. Ring my bell, bro, for sure. Definitely got you for sure. For sure, Kev, yeah, how, how, oh. how was it for you, man? Oh, man, this was probably top five holidays of all time for me. Nice. Really, yeah, yeah, you know, all I- for the gift, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that too, that too. That, that, that's definitely up there yeah. but no you know dating back you know obviously i've been living down here since i was 18 years old so you know the years of just you know from going up to cleveland or back home for cleveland for the whole holiday break when you let out of school to you know now going up for weeks at a time for the holidays and everything this time we went up to cleveland got to spend some extended time with my grandmother something i really don't get a chance to do like that you know normally when i go home for the holidays it's really just like i see her on maybe that whole day of thanksgiving or you know christmas day or something like that Uh, but i got to hang out with my grandmother for an extended period of time for three days in a row something i haven't done in quite some time um so that was cool you know just hearing uh my grandmother tell stories about how uh you know they used to live in california and making that drive from California back to Cleveland, you know, mm. hearing stories like that and just, you know, some jewels from grandma. It, it, was, it was cool and, uh, you know, put a smile on her face for the holidays and everything like that. That was super cool. Uh, spending some extended time with my mom, something, you know, talk to my mom basically every single day, FaceTime, text all day. You know, my mom's is on Instagram, so she's sending me funny videos or whatever. So, like, we communicate on a daily basis but like actually seeing her hanging out with her uh for that many days in a row uninterrupted because normally when we go home for the holidays there's a whole bunch of bouncing around and this year it was really just three areas that we spent the holiday you know we spent the time at my mom's house my sister-in-law's house and i got to go see my pops for an extended period of time so it was really super family oriented and we got it all in in like three or four days so we came back uh, Christmas night. So I've been off work for a long time. <laughs> so I got to do the Christmas thing and see the family thing. And I also got to do the staycation thing. And oh my gosh, staycation has been top. <laughs> staycation. Look, I'm down for vacations. I'm down for the trips to, you know, Miami, the DR, Puerto Rico, uh, Mexico, Hawaii, New York, Chicago. I'm down for all that. But man, I haven't done a staycation like this ever. Yeah. A bunch of TV watching, whole bunch of movie watching. Uh, we watched uh Issa Rae's show Rap Shit on HBO. We watched two seasons in a day and a half. Like that's mm-hmm. the perfect going, man. We was couch potatoes. Couch potato. 
uh, naps in the middle of the day, uh, eating, drinking, whatever we want, just not caring about nothing, not replying to no work emails, people from work calling my phone, letting it go straight to voicemail, not giving a F. It was great. Yeah. And then on top of that. Well, let's give a round of applause to that. <laughs> that should be lovely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, it, it was, it's, it's been A1, but, you know, and then my brother came through and got your boy a PS5 for Christmas. Yeah. I guess I'm back into this gamer world, man. I guess I'm back. What games you got? I, I have one game. <laughs> I have Madden 24. Okay. Uh, it, you ain't tell me this shit was, you can't pass on these video games no more. One mistake in this interception. <laughs> you better start on rookie level. Yeah. <laughs> or play online. Play online because they what they do is they match you up with like, you know, the skill level is matched. So you're not going to be bum going bum. No, Exactly. <laughs> what else? But, you, you get anything else? Uh, Yeah. Wifey got me, of course, some sneaks. They're in here somewhere. I don't even. Oh, I got. Yeah. Uh. Says kill out here showing his joints, you know. <laughs> I thought this one was right. It's some Jordan Ooh. 2s. Wifey hooked me up. Shout out to the wife. Uh, moms went a little OD. Because, uh, you know, moms is retired. So I'll be telling her, like, you don't have to worry about Christmas gifts for me and all that type of stuff. But she always makes sure she come through. So. She made your boy a <laughs> she made your boy a bourbon cake that was slapping. She also hooked me up with uh multiple pairs of pajamas because so I opened the joints <laughs> in the pair of pajamas she got me like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I got kind of sick of seeing you wear the same pajamas every single time you come home. Like they got holes in them in the whole nine yards. I was like, well, I'm not gonna buy my own pajamas. So she got me like two pairs of pajamas, some uh nice slippers and everything like that. Mom's always come through in the clutch. But yeah, I'm a I'm a gamer again, I guess. Are you I guess. out here? Yeah. I you guess. Here. Just let I me mean, know when you're ready. Let me know when you're ready. I was playing Madden yesterday, man. Oh man, everybody looking for my cousin told me he's like, man, let me know. Cause I guess uh you can do cross play. You can play mm -hmm. uh, Xbox people and PlayStation people can play. And nice. I told him, man, you just looking for easy wins, dog. <laughs> you just looking for an easy dub. I'll say this. It's been 10 years since I like played video games like that. A lot has changed. Yeah. A lot has changed. <laughs> wait, wait, wait till you see that Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Cause, uh, Almost bought it. <laughs> my home, my, my homeboy got that, and uh, the wife, the wife comes home at least once a week asking, "Can we go to my friend's house so she can play Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter?" So she, she definitely wanted, she wants a PlayStation bad, and I hope she doesn't see this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so my brother got me the one that doesn't have this, so you download all the games. Mm -hmm. Does it normally take that long to download a game? Yeah, it depends. Don't even think about getting Grand Theft Auto. You you'll be downloading that shit for a full day, even on a good internet. Like some of these games are just so like got so much storage needed. It, it yeah. take a while. How much space does a average PlayStation have to be able to just download only? Uh, that's a great question. I have about maybe eight games downloaded. Uh, like GTA, it's a couple free games you could probably download mm -hmm. if you heard of like Fall Guys, Fortnite. These are like free games you could just download and just hop right on. Um, but you can probably get about 
five to eight games, just depending on what type of game you're playing. Yeah, if man. you max out that downloading capacity, does does, does the system start running like a maxed out computer? No. Nah, um, okay. Okay. You can get a, like an external hard drive and you can rack up as many games as the hard drive can hold and it still should run good. My PlayStation, so I got the PlayStation like the day it dropped, like um, camping out outside of Target. And now my PlayStation is like turning off on its own. Like I'll be playing the game and uh just randomly it will shut off and then oh, i have to unplug it plug it back in so no is it getting too hot or i think it's getting too hot but i've took it apart cleaned it some i looked online they said it like can capture dust and you know uh i got three dogs so i'm sure it's dog hair all in the air and it's getting it's getting some of that but we're going to see man i think i've had it for 3 years now since it came out so I'm asking questions like I'm about to buy one. Yeah, you're asking all my questions, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dizzle, how was your holiday, man? Uh, shit was cool. Shit was real chill. Um, me and my wife be we open our gifts as they come. I think next year we're gonna uh do the actual Christmas tradition with the little one getting a little bit older and knowing what's going on. So y'all um, open gifts in front of little man, he was just sitting there chilling. I don't know where he was at actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Gifts just wasn't from us. Like he got some clothes, uh, little teething things. So yeah, he had a he had a good Christmas as well. The grandparents racked him out, and it's almost to the point to where we don't gotta get him no gifts because they get him so many gifts. Every time we take him somewhere, they got him. They got him something else. So oh, they, yeah. they're just super excited. Even my dad. My dad don't be buying. I can remember the only gifts my dad would give us growing up was money. Like yeah. he couldn't take no effort into going to the store, copying this and that. Nah, he just handed us a wad of cash, and we were happy with it. But he's See, that's getting, what... he's getting the little one actual items and gifts. I'm like, this is unlike you, nigga. What what is this? <laughs> that that's what I did with my kids this year because you know how it's always that one Christmas in your teens where you just want cash so you can go do your own thing. Mm-hmm. My my oldest used to be 16 in a few weeks, and then my middle child's 15, so they right there. My middle child, she she gonna have her money for six months. My oldest gonna be broke in a week, but <laughs> ca- cashed them out with a cash app and you know some other stuff. So that was that Christmas for them this year. So. Yeah, I remember one year, um, me and my older brother. He's a few years older than me. My dad gave us an option, like he said, "Here's a wad of cash for one of y'all, and the other one can get my bucket of quarters." So we don't know how much is in the quarters, but it was a big ass one of those uh water jugs. Yep. I got the quarters and I forgot how many it was it gotta be at least like six hundred something dollars worth of quarters because he used to just stack that shit up. I used to steal the quarters, go to Dollar Tree, get some snacks. He'll never know. At least I didn't think he knew. (laughs) Um but yeah, Christmas was cool. I think I got sick again. Oh, I was Dang. sick. I was sick over uh, right after Thanksgiving. I think I might have had COVID. Now that I'm looking back on it, like I had all the symptoms, and then for whatever reason, man, the last couple of days, I think I had the sniffles, felt a little tickle in my throat. So back on uh, bed rest. Got to go back to work on Tuesday. That shit crazy. Mm-hmm. But Buffy, I got that. I gotta go back to work. Look, mm-hmm. <laughs> look, man. If the if the bosses are watching, 
I love my job. Right. I just been off for two weeks. Like, <laughs> I've had a real good time being off work. That's all. Yeah. I'm right. That's that's. A, I'll leave it at that, man. But man, we got so many topics to get into. So many. So let's just jump into it. So for at least for me, the biggest story of the week. I mean, the weeks. Dr. Umar Johnson. He was on Joe Budden podcast, and he talked about a lot of stuff, as Dr. Umar is known to do. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that stood out to me was he said Eminem could never be considered the goat at rapping because he's white. It's an insult to every black person on earth. What do y'all think of Dr. Umar's comments about Eminem? He, I think that's facts. I think that's facts. I mean, hip hop is a culture that, you know, was started by black folks. Who, how can a outsider come in and be the greatest at something that's not a part of his culture. Yes, sir. You got questions? Tiger was it the greatest at golf? Is is golf white culture? Hell yeah. You can't go. It's still golf courses today. You can't probably go to if they don't want you there for show. <laughs> okay. So my argument with that is a sport and an art are looked at differently. Sports, you're going head to head against somebody you're keeping score. You can't take away someone's win. But if you're talking about an art, which is what's it, subjective, objective? Oh, it's, you know, in the eye of the ball. Subjective? Okay. Yeah, you, can, you can't. It's like uh, an Irishman going to Africa and being the best drummer or something. Like, you can't, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> you can't do that. You can't cross culture. Like, Eminem can be the goat of. Apple pie baking. That's white white culture is baking <laughs> apple pies. Me me being mixed with I don't agree with this at all. <laughs> Quit acting like vanilla ice wasn't the hottest in ninety. He, he cannot be the best rapper, man. It's just it don't make no sense. It don't make no sense at all. Well, I, so I would just say he can be up there, and it does, rap doesn't have to because it was founded and and started by you know black people. It don't have to be inclusively just for them um eminem is definitely up there and just because he's white don't make it not up there in my opinion uh for me first off i don't think eminem is the goat but i think eminem is definitely top 10 for sure uh to to play it safe but you know the term goat is so usually used nowadays Mm -hmm. like he's a goat well no it means greatest of all time but that's neither that LL Cool J coined, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so when when you talk about Eminem, like we're talking about Eminem here. We're not talking about, like Killer said, Vanilla Ice right. or One Hit Wonder. We're not talking about Everlast. We're not talking about House of Pain. We're not talking about none of them. We're not talking about any random white rapper. We're not talking about what's what's dude's name uh, with, the, with the pink hair? Macklemore. Him too. Him either. Him either. (laughs) We're not just picking some random white rapper and saying, deeming him the greatest of all time. We picking a dude that got the got hit records, got the album sales, got the respect, got the battle skills. We talking about Eminem. That's who we talk about. So Mm -hmm. I think it's a slight to Eminem to say, oh man, you couldn't be considered as one of the goats because simply because you're not black. I think that Eminem has shown nothing but respect to the hip hop culture 
from the day he stepped into it. He's never been, you know what I'm saying, out here, you know, uh, just here being a culture vulture like some mm -hmm. people are. Like, he's always paid homage to the ones that came before him. He's paying homage to the newer generation. Like, I mean, Eminem is dope. And, and, and I mean, I think sometimes Dr. Umar Johnson makes a lot of good points, but I think, like, comments like this are just, like, OD. Like, I just think, like, man, you, I think you kind of out of bounds with this one. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I understand what he's saying, like, because uh, hip-hop is black culture. Do y'all agree with that? It, it, is it a part of black culture, or is it not? That's where we can start. If y'all don't think it is, then I can see where y'all can say that. Yeah, it's a part of it's a part of black culture. But when this this culture is widely accepted, and the reason why these black people that came up with this culture are able to make millions and millions of dollars is because of white kids in the suburbs. Mm -hmm. Like, oh. if we strictly depending on the black people to fund the culture then you're not making this type of money. Like, we want to talk about, like, the dudes from the, that started it back in the 70s and 80s or whatever, they're not making the amount of money that the dudes are today because it was simply in the streets. It was simply black culture. When, you know, Dr. Dre and the Chronic dropped and it hit the mainstream, that's when it blew up. That's when everybody accepted it. So if you have a white dude that grew up on hip-hop music and it's speaking about you know his personal struggles and it's talking to a certain audience and he got skills to go with it then you're gonna Man. get these extra album sales so it's like asian y'all heard like asian trap music mm -hmm. i have not i have can they be considered a goat of hip-hop if they have album sales hella asian fans and he's spitting like not oh. not not today, but in fifty years of of collaborating, it maybe. See, I I don't agree. You you leaving out a key thing about Eminem. He's dope. He's got bars. <laughs> like, I think that's like a, a major key to being a, even in consideration. Like he got bars. She it ain't was... like he out here A B C D E F G rapping. We got a guest. I want to say Happy New Year. Happy yeah. New Year. <laughs> she getting ready to go to church. <laughs> I don't see it, man. I, I saw the other day they called a uh, Bad Bunny the King of Pop. That don't make no sense to me, man. I, I mean, it, pop is popular music. I mean, I don't know about the King of Pop. Like he's definitely making pop music, and mm -hmm. that's popular. But I mean, I think that title was held down by Michael Jackson. Right, yeah, man. <laughs> right. Nah, so man. and so so where is Eminem in 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 your world of like top rappers of all time? Then? Top ten, he can be top ten. He can't be the goat, but yeah, he got skills. I'm a fan. I was a fan. I mean, I don't, I haven't listened to like none of his newer music at all. So who's your goat? Uh, it can be Interchange, Lil Wayne, Jay Z. Them two, it's, it's between them two for sure. So why are they your goat? Because they black. <laughs> <laughs> That's a criteria. Yes, <laughs> yes. But now nah, they got they got all the skills, the longevity. I, I honestly don't think Eminem has came out with any good music in in years. I haven't heard an Eminem verse that made me run to it in 
a decade. Like we talking about a dude that has came out with albums, can't name two songs from either any of them. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. What about you, Killer? Like, give me like two of your goats. Uh, for me, I would probably say Jay Z and Lil Wayne. I would say Jay Z, Lil Wayne. They've definitely stood the test of time. Yeah, they, they black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we can't disrespect. We can't disrespect. You don't think it's disrespectful to hip hop, to the culture, to black people to have Eminem as the best rapper? Well, I don't think he is the best rapper. I don't think. I don't. I don't think too many people say he is the best rapper of all time. I, I don't think I've ever ran across somebody that says Eminem is the best rapper of all time. I always hear like, oh man, Eminem is dope. He's definitely up there. He's 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 in the conversation. Like, hey man, don't don't sleep on him. He got he got that shit. Like, I don't ever think anybody's called him the goat. Uh, but my personal goat is Biggie. Like, and I like when we just strictly talking rapping, like I don't think anybody's ever rapped better than Biggie. Now, my favorite person to listen to is probably Jay-Z, but I think Biggie, hands down. I raps everybody like easily, like because not even just bars, but delivery style, the whole shebang. I think Big is just just next level. I was listening to uh, a Biggie playlist on the drive back for the holidays, and I just it's still to this day like some of the wordplay mm-hmm. I catch now, and like just some of these albums are like twenty five years old, and like things I'm still picking up on. Like I just think Big is just like next level to yeah. this day. But we all, all do agree Eminem is not the goat. That's at least correct. Not, not the not, not the, not the okay. yeah. not the goat, but you know, top ten. And when you <laughs> and when you in the top ten, you can you can wave your banner. You got your you have your stands. Right. <laughs> all the all all the things that you said for Jay Z and Lil Wayne as to why he's there, Eminem did that too. So he's just not black. <laughs> gotta be black. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Half yeah. of me, half of me agrees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So much happened in sports. I don't even know where to start. Uh, let, you know what? I do know where to start. Let's start with giving props to the Detroit Pistons because last night they ended their 28-game losing streak. That's 64 days of L's. They Two got it months. done. Whew. They got it done. They barely won. Yeah, they that- beat the Raptors last night. They've been winning me a lots of money for losing because that was a guaranteed pick. Like, oh, whoever the Lions, I mean, whoever uh, Pistons is playing, I'm picking the other one. So uh, it was nice to see them get a win. They got a nice young squad that I actually do like to see. Um, so we got to talk about that football day, too. I just thought about we talking about Detroit. That was terrible. But, um, yeah, but I do think uh, the Pistons, I think they're on their way to improving. We'll say that they're on their way to improving, but that was a that was a long time to be losing two months. Yeah, I think I saw uh, all the Detroit franchises hold the like the worst records in each of the prospective leagues. Lions, I think then they have a winless season. Yeah, the Red Wings hold the record for the NHL's longest losing streak. So I don't know what it is about Detroit, man. They got to get it together. Some in the water. Yeah, man, I'm going to shoot. You talk about yeah, – yeah. low blow, bro. <laughs> that was wrong. That was wrong. Uh, you think about the Red Wings. I mean, they got 
you know, Stanley Cup championships in their history. Obviously, Detroit, they won multiple championships in the NBA. To look at franchises like that, to be mm-hmm. on a 28-game losing streak, it just speaks of, like, how the NBA is today, man. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's a situation where they're out here rolling out dudes that probably don't need to be in the NBA. And, mm-hmm. like, the whole tanking culture of the mm-hmm. NBA – and like they partying like it's 1999 because they ended their streak, which they should. Because I mean, you finally got off the schneid. Mm-hmm. How much of this is on the coach and how much is on the players? Because every time I see a little graphic saying 20, 27 games, 28 games, they showing the coach as if he out there guard niggas, shooting shots. How much you put on them? They get some of that because they they subbing in, they telling who to go in and go out. They you know creating the starters. Um, not to say their pot to choose from is, is worthy of the dub, but they, <laughs> they are in control of that. So they get some of that. Is there a floating uh, bear behind you? That was sweet. Uh, he, uh, oh, that's the wall. Yeah. Okay. You in the, you in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we do a blame chart, yeah. uh, majority of it goes to the front office because this is the decision that they made. They've made, the decision to go with a whole bunch of young talent uh, and bank on the future. They're trying to go the OKC route. They're trying to like, all right, man, maybe one of these dudes, maybe Kay Cunningham will turn into SGA. Maybe uh, Ivy will turn into um, Jalen Williams. Like, they're that's what they're betting on. So mm-hmm. you, you made this bet. So majority of the blame goes to the front office. Y'all hold that. Then it dwindles down to the players because those are the people actually on the court shooting and missing and not playing defense and all that type of stuff. And then the rest of it goes to the coach. Yeah. Because he's the one out there in charge of the whole mess. So, yeah, mm-hmm. most of it goes to the front office, in my opinion. Hey, man, I caught my tickets at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> I think only it's been a couple hundred dollars, and we're about to be down there front row. So I will be in Detroit rooting on – who? I'm going to root on the Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you get to see SGA. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Josh Giddy. Not my guy. <laughs> we still waiting on the news. I ain't heard much from it. Yeah, it's been low. Speaking to somebody, we ain't heard from in quite some time. One. John Morant. What's popping with John Morant, Dizzle? Uh, made his return from, what was it, a 15, 20-something game ban for flashing the fire on IG Live. Uh, came back balling. I think they started out 4-0 uh, on his return. I think they might have lost their last game or the last two. Um, but they looking all right. Uh, I don't know what he did, but he, he had a good play and started doing the gun celebration. Somebody said it was like a LSU celebration. He was mocking. I'm here for it, man. <laughs> so is Ja, I look like. <laughs> ja Wick. Yeah, right. Man. <laughs> man, listen, man. Ja is that dude. Hit the game winner in his first game back. Let the crowd know he was that ninja. Yeah. Uh, Western Conference player of the week. He out here balling. But as Ja is prone to do, he steps in dog poop. Like, I'm with it. And the rocket launcher. And the rocket launcher, my king. I'm with it. I am not with it, dude. I am not with it. Like, you got to know the audience, man. You, you got to yeah. know the audience, dude. Like, there's a million celebrations you could do. You made the decision to go double pistol and rocket launcher. 
Like, hell not- yeah. No, nigga. He ain't hurting nobody. Come on, man. We're in America. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ja. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. That shit funny. <laughs> So out of the three of us, who got the most tats? Who's most tatted up out of the three of us? I would like to think I am. I got one, two, three, four, four, five. I got five. I got like five, six, maybe. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think I got ten. I think I got twelve. So we'll start with you then. What did you think about Zion's new tat. Horrible, horrible. And it looked like is that his first tattoo? Because I don't. This, think- this is how, that's that, that's how it looked. It, it, it was kind of like this. That shit wasn't centered. You got all that bread. I don't know, man. Some some rich people just don't know what to do. I don't know. Yeah. For when him I- to be that rich, no. When I saw it, my my military PTSD kicks in because they make you do everything what's called dress right dress. Everything is uniform. Everything is clean. Everything is lined up. So when things are a little off-centered, it fucks with my my mentals. And when I saw that cross going this way, it was like, "Uh uh-oh, it ain't looking too hot. (laughs) Was he laying on a table wrong or something like that? Maybe he wanted it over his heart. It has to be. Like, cause it, it's, it's a lion in there, right? It's a lion inside the cross, right? Yeah. So it's like like lion hearted. Eh? Eh? Oh, it was a gorilla. It was a gorilla. Oh, it was a gorilla. <laughs> oh, what? <I> a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, he need to get more. Yeah. You gonna have to fill, you gonna have to fill it out now. Like get the whole chest. Yeah, done. I'm gonna need the Wiz Khalifa. You know, just go ahead and do it all. Just 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 fire it up. Take some focus like, off of the, the first one because that was bad. Off the placement, because like you're right, like if it was like in the middle of his chest, like it would look a lot better. Or on his back, like it would look a lot better. But it's just like over here somewhere. Like, I don't know, he didn't hit the space bar enough times or something. <laughs> just just weird, just weird, just weird. Uh gotta yeah. send a shout out to Aaron Gordon of the Nuggets, man. He's out indefinitely with dog bites. I heard he got bit like on the arm and in the face. Yeah, I heard he got like mauled mm-hmm. by a dog. Yeah, that must be a big dog. Aaron Gordon, what six eight? Two, yeah, he's big dude. 230-220. Yeah, man. Hopefully, he get a speedy return. I didn't. I didn't notice. I didn't see pictures or anything. But uh, hopefully, he recovers because them dog bites ain't no joke. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, my I mean, dog. My dog bit me. I was trying to get a uh, what's it called? A oxtail bone out of his mouth. Bad idea. <laughs> Bit my finger. I thought my finger was gone. Woo! Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. We've seen a lot of injuries in the league that aren't, like, game-related with, obviously, Aaron Gordon. And then mm-hmm. uh, was my boy from uh, 76ers, uh, Kelly Oubre, with the getting hit by a car. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, crazy things, man. Crazy things. So, over the holiday, Deontay Wilder, Decided to get his ass back in the ring, got up big time. Some dude named Joseph Parker knocked his ass out, knocked his ass down, beat him up right before the holidays. Mm-hmm. So Deontay Wilder, former 
former heavyweight champion of the world lost a unanimous decision, man. So what should Deontay Wilder do? Time to get behind that that table with the suit. Time <laughs> just, just talk about the sports you love because for you to be at, at who you were at one point, that one was bad. That one was bad. Yeah. It's all uh, He's 38 years old. I'm trying to look, see what his record is. I know he lost to Tyson Fury twice or three times. No, he just lost that once. And then they run it back. I believe it's just no, they had the uh the split decision, and then he got oh uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Hey man, I'm looking now 43, 2, and 1. That's what Google say. That's a good career. That's a good career. Yeah, you better hang it up because I know me. I'm 41. He say 38. I bump into the dresser wrong. I got bruises <laughs> for two days, so I can't. I can't imagine getting mollywop like that in the recovery. That's 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 different at that age. Yeah, yeah. because nobody ever mistake mistook uh, Deontay Wilder for a boxer. He's a fighter. He's a brawler, mm-hmm. and like he takes a lot of punishment to land those haymakers. And when you get to you know your 30s. 35, 38, about to hit 40, you're not as fast as you used to be. You may mm-hmm. still have the same amount of power, but, like, you're going to take a lot more shots now. And now, you know what I'm saying, being a married man, got kids and all that type of stuff, you want to have all your faculties there, man. So I wish mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder the best, man. I think it's time to hang him up, start yes, talking sir. about the sport, you know, get behind a desk and, you know what I'm saying, be that personality that he's always been because – the worst thing that happens to fighters is they hang on too long and they keep getting back in that ring because they like, man, I'm just, I'm just one fight away, just one fight away, and, and bing, yourself <laughs> no more. So yeah, I want to wish him the best, man. Like don't, don't, don't do it, bro. Don't do it. Right. Also, over the holiday break, the Steelers beat the Bengals again. Uh, mm. Killer, y'all got the Chiefs today. At <laughs> <laughs> y'all got the Chiefs today at four o'clock. Uh, y'all playoff hopes hang in the balance. Uh, what were you thinking when the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Cincinnati Bengals, sweeping the Cincinnati Bengals uh, yeah. this season? I'm sure you got a lot of phone calls, probably from Smoke. You didn't get one from me because you know I'm that type of guy. I don't need to brag about the Pittsburgh Steelers beating the Cincinnati Bengals two times this year. I don't need to talk about that. So you yeah, can talk about it. I could go into no chase and no Burrow talk. I could go into all that, but if you remember correctly, I'm I'm a true fan. If you remember correctly, the first time we played y'all this season, y'all put up like the highest yards y'all put up all year. Like yeah. y'all actually beat the shit out of us. So yeah, uh. for for it to come back around the same way, um, I was hoping, you know, for other, but in my heart, I knew something, something ain't right with, with, with how the Steelers got our number this year. They just flat out got it covered. They, yeah, it's terrible, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just that that put us in a bad spot because I don't see the Chiefs losing three straight or whatever it Ooh. is. And if and if we do beat the Chiefs, then we got to go beat the Browns to even, you know, get in the playoffs, which those are two teams with double-digit wins. So I'm kind of expected, kind of new, but that was an ugly showing of offense for sure. Yeah, I would say the defense, man. Like, 
Well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a realist, man. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. We stink. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We're, we're not a good football team. But the two good games we did have was versus Cincinnati Bengals, mm-hmm. especially on offense. Like, gave up, put up 400 yards mm-hmm. in that first one, only scored 16 points. But this time, we put up the 400 yards and put up, what, 34 points. And those mm-hmm. are the only games that they were able to do that. So, the common denominator in this situation isn't the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, oh, we found our offense. It's the Cincinnati Bengals defenses. God awful. So yeah. I think it's think it's gonna be uh both teams are gonna miss the playoffs. I think both of us are gonna be sitting at home watching everybody else play this year. Lions and, and Browns in the Super Bowl. That's what you call it? I wanna I, I wanna see it. Joe mm. Flacco. Wacko Flacco, Flacco fever, that's what they calling it. Hey man, I don't care about none of that. I just know that both of my fantasy teams are in the championship. Oh shit. So you got I'm some bread coming. I'm you got some bread I think first place gets about 150 in one league and then 120 in, a, in the other league. What's um, second looking like, though? <laughs> second could be 30. Second, I think, is, uh, yeah, it's, it's probably like maybe like 50 bucks okay. for, each, for each of the leagues. So I'm trying to get the entry fees back for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the dub, though. I'm sorry because I feel like. To win the leagues, it ain't even about how you draft all the way. It's kind of how you GM throughout the throughout the season. Mm-hmm. I picked up Browning. Browning been balling for me. And then I'm sorry because I picked up Flacco and didn't know that he was the Thursday game. And mm-hmm. the nigga went off yeah. sitting there on my bench. Mm. Um, so who you got starting today? I got Browning. I got Browning oh. starting in one league. And then I think Josh Allen in the other league. Yeah, so I'm looking good. I'm looking Browning good. Browning going against that KC defense. Chase, chase back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, Kansas City, Kansas City is built on defense this year, not offense. I, yeah, I, I yeah. think, I think it might. I think you'll do good with one. The other, you might be coming in uh, second place. I'm thinking though. I think um, this is the two week. I, I don't like the two week championship or playoffs. Um, so I'm not hip. So <laughs> instead of having like three or four rounds, it only is two rounds of playoffs. Only four teams make the playoffs. Two weeks is like one matchup. Oh, so it totals your score for two weeks. So next week, I'm still playing the same person, and they're going to add up the totals of both weeks for the championship. Oh, yeah, so so the, so the that. score going to be six hundred to four hundred or six hundred to five. Basically, <laughs> Jesus. Basically, man, because like, what if I don't know? Say, say you had Lamar as your starting quarterback, and he plays this week and he balls out and they win this game. Next week, he's not gonna play because they would have clinched the number one spot. So he's gonna back you're up. Gonna miss the, oh man, and, and oh, your backup. Oh, you can't put in your backup, or you can't put in your. No, backup. you can't. Oh, so okay, each, okay. So okay. each week you can set your lineup again, but it's okay. all going towards the same total score against your whoever. I'm oh, okay, up okay. I thought that Hope you were not playing against CD Lamb. Ooh, let's talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> Killer, can you please break down the ending to the Lions and Cowboys game last night, where CD Lamb went ham? Man, so I had you know me, I had a sports bet out there. Where I needed uh, St. Brown to score, I needed Lamb to score. Got both of those. I needed Dallas to win by uh, five and a half, and I needed over fifty-three. Mm. 
the over 53 shot me. But the end of that game, man, um, definitely controversial. Um, definitely, again, another ref-induced uh, situation. <laughs> but um, after watching multiple replays of it, it, it showed – I think the dude's from Vandalia, too, matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Taylor Decker, yeah. Yeah, Taylor Decker, State. yeah. Yeah, he um ran onto the field, ran towards the referee. It was two or three big men over there. Um, it showed him what looked like reporting as eligible. Um, the position, uh, the receiver next to Decker was slightly off of him, so he wasn't on the line. But whole play went down, crossing route, Decker waited, leaked out to the side, caught the pass, two you know, two-point conversion, up by one with like 20 seconds left. Um, Mid-celebration, a flag comes out, <laughs> a powwow ensues, and they say no. And then we get like three more tries at it. Never once considered going for the tie. We we, we already know that the Detroit's coach is like that. He's gonna go for the gusto. But ultimately, after three or four, you know, tries and penalties and neutral zone infractions and you name it, it finally got to where Dallas stopped him and got the win. So definitely controversial. It looked like he reported. It looked like everything they did, you know, they did right. And they even from what I hear, warned the refs pregame about what was coming if it got to that. So for it to be all that and then the refs getting involved, that was terrible, terrible national football coverage of that. That was terrible. Horrible, man. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, so we don't need to go into like, oh, man, he reported, he did report. Look, man, go watch it for yourself. Yeah. The simple fact is, man, referees are dog shit in the NFL. They're mm -hmm. absolutely horrible. Refereeing in pro sports is terrible. Uh I said this to my guy, Kelly. He uh, referees high school football out in Arizona. Now, he tells me about, like, all these rule changes and all the things that he had to do to be, you know, certified to do this. Like, it's a hard job. No doubt about it. I, I, I wouldn't want the job. But you took the job. And how can you get these things wrong when you have instant replay? Like, the whole situation with LeBron last night hitting the three. Uh, and they called it the two. And, like, you still get it wrong with instant replay. We see instant replay get it wrong all the time. Look, these referees need to be held to a higher standard, man. No, the Detroit Lions didn't lose the game because of this, but you robbed them of an opportunity to win the game. They would have had the lead, like Killer said. Dallas would have got the ball back with like 30 seconds to go with all three timeouts. So think about it like this. Not only did you rob, you know, the Lions an opportunity to win, but shoot, you robbed the fans at home watching the fans in the stands watching a great comeback by Dallas would have Dak and Dallas were able to go down the field and, and do a game winning drive. Mm -hmm. We got robbed of that, of entertainment as fans. Dak, if he's able to do that, maybe he's back in the MVP discussion. These referees need to be held more accountable, man, because dudes is losing their jobs over these for losing yeah. so many games. Dudes is getting cut. Like these refs is garbage. So, so what? What do you think the refs need? We, we got to put the refs on on the podium post game. Hell yeah, the players <laughs> got to go up there. The players have to go up there and, and answer for dropping a pass. The coaches have to go up there and answer for questionable play calls. But the referees, they just scurry off into the back cave and never to be heard from again. And this was the same crew that was involved with the Chiefs and Packers game, I believe, that had the. 
Um, there was a, a, a pass interference on MVS that was blatant. They missed, which led down to that, you know, other play. But I mean, this is the same crew, so we we got history of of, of these refs getting involved. So yeah, ugly, man. ugly, this yeah, is bad, man. So New Year's Eve, no, not New Year's Eve. New Year, this today's New Year's Eve. Uh, tomorrow, New Year's Day, we got the college football. Playoffs going on. We got Bama and Michigan at the Rose Bowl at five o'clock. Who y'all got? I gotta pick Bama just because. Correct. Even though That's I don't want to. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Damn I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna go for Bama. Uh, Parks, who we had on the episode, has been hitting me up. Uh, already talking his ish. So I'm gonna go ahead and go for Bama. I don't got no horse in this race, so Bama and Texas. Te- Texas and Washington play at eight forty-five. Goodness gracious! Uh, yeah. And the Sugar Bowl tomorrow. Who y'all? You said you got Texas killer. Who you got? I'm gonna go with Washington. I too am going with the Huskies for multiple reasons. One, Michael Penix Jr. is that dude. Been a big fan of him uh, since he played at Indiana. Two, my brother RDP is a Washington Huskies fan, so I want to see my boy happy, and I want to see Washington beat Bama in the chip. Plus, I put five dollars down on Washington to win it all, so I need a <laughs> need, need some money in my pocket. So go Huskies! Yeah. So what you think about the Florida State and Georgia? Ah uh, man, I didn't even watch, bro. I, I watched, uh, I watched maybe a quarter and a half and turned it off. Uh, I watched until. Uh, the Ohio State game until Devin Brown got hurt, turned it off. I, I've really been out on college football since they played Florida State, going mm-hmm. undefeated and not making college football playoff. I mean, I knew this was going to happen. Like, all their best players that are going to be getting drafted in the first and second round opted out. Like, yeah. why would you buy into a system where, you know, you you do your part, but they tell you, nah, you can't play in the, in the championship. Of course you're going to opt out. So you got Georgia. You know, the two-time defending champs playing against third stringers. You're not playing versus the backups. You're playing versus yeah. the third stringers. Of course, this is going to happen. So, I don't think this is an indictment on what Florida State season was. I mean, it is what it is. It was a ball game. You know, they got their asses kicked. It is what it is. Yeah. One thing, too, that I'll, I I just I just be questioning, and it's it's – Ohio State, it's about Ohio State, but they they get all these four and five star recruits, yeah, and then and then we see you know certain a few a few big name players. I'm not sure it was more than just Marvin Harrison. I'm sure it was you know any guy that that didn't you know didn't want to be in that game for whatever reason we was out. But to have that kind of showing from your know, bench per se players, no. Nah, the you know. crazy part about Ohio State, Marv was the only dude to opt out. Really? Was it? Mm-hmm. Marv was the only. Well, you got Kyle McCord who opted out because he transferred. So uh-huh. they played Devin Brown, the backup. He got hurt. So you roll out there with the third string quarterback. Uh, I mean, they. Once that happened, it was <laughs> over. It was like, yeah. Man, yeah. You, you rolling out there with a true freshman that look, man, like people had five expect, attempts. Yeah, like they they expect this to be like you know Madden. Like, oh man, you just put a new dude in, you run the offense the same way. No, it, it doesn't work like that, dude. It doesn't work like that. The third yeah. string dude has probably gotten I don't know. So if you, you you if you're at practice, 
especially in a college practice, the starters getting like 70% of the reps, the backups getting 20, the third string dude is getting 10. Mm-hmm. So you got a true freshman out there, like first game basically ever. Hey, man, go win, go win it for us, man. Doesn't yeah. work like that, man. Doesn't work like that. Yeah, he wasn't throwing the ball. I think I saw a play where the receivers didn't even run. <laughs> it was just yeah, it was a, he it don't was know a... what he's doing because <laughs> he doesn't yeah. have he hasn't practiced. Exactly. He hasn't practiced. He's been there, but he's not yeah. practicing. It's just, it is what it is, man. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the Russell Wilson situation? I, I seen that pop up on the timeline. Kill him, tell him. He was looking sad in the interview. I saw he got benched. I'm Who? like Russell Wilson. Oh, do they owe him money or he, he about to get paid or like what's what's yeah. going on there? I think he's definitely about to get paid. Yeah, he's about to get paid because that was kind of out of the blue for I mean, I, I kind of get why, but you just paid that man to be come there. He need to finish out that season, in my opinion. But they yeah, they, they, they basically asked him to uh, take a pay cut. And if he didn't take a pay cut, he was going to get benched. So just like anybody else, like I'm not taking no pay cut. So they benched him because, like, it, it was basically like a what kind of shit is that? Yeah, like that's what they do in the NFL. Like, take a pay cut or restructure your contract, or you getting benched because, like, he had an injury clause. So if he got injured in these last couple games, they would have owed him the rest of his contract. So he's like, Nah, I'm not doing that. So they benched him. So fine, they do that. But guess what? You still got to pay him. And ultimately, I think this is the best thing for us. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to get cut, so you're going to be a free agent. You can pick your ne- next destination, but they still got to pay you. Yeah. Yeah, That's he crazy. better get paid. And they and they still, like, in the playoff hunt, too, ain't they? Like, they've been winning recently. They still got a they shot. Went on like, they went, like, on a five-game winning streak, but then I think they just lost back-to-back weeks, so I think they out of it. Gotcha. It just sounds – it sounds shady. It sounds shady as hell. Like, so you signed a contract to pay this man this amount of money for this amount of games, and now you're telling him to take a pay cut. Are we going to bench you? That's, that ain't against the rules. No, it's Cold not world. against the rules. Not, <laughs> not, not in the NFL. Not in the NFL. And, I, and I mean, they, they can do that. And just like they can do that, Russ can be like, no, pay me. Yeah. <laughs> like, we suck. That's cool. But y'all going to pay me my money. Yeah. Man, we got a lot of quick hitters before we slide up out of here, man. Shouts out to Jess Hilarious. She's going to be yeah. the new co-host of the Breakfast Club, replacing Angela Yee. It's been a year. About damn time they found the replacement. Right. Sorry, that's yeah. my programmer and me talking. But right. <laughs> like, damn, nigga, we want to get with the times, bro. Right. Out of everybody they had, though, I definitely, I definitely liked her as the replacement, so. Yeah, Same. yeah she, she's funny, funny, and feel like she could hold her own. I think she had a little bit of little static with the uh, damn, what's her name, Sexy Red. Sexy mm-hmm. Red was giving her the cold shoulder, and she kept her composure, real professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she looked good too. Ain't, ain't mad at that. I like a little Jess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shouts out to Jess. Uh, also, a new bill in New York could force Chick-fil-A to serve food on Sundays. Who's moving to the NYC? <laughs> I might go visit. I ain't moving. <laughs> Cost too, wanna... <laughs> too much to park anywhere in New York. You can't go do nothing without spending $100. You don't want a 500-square-foot apartment to pay $3,000 a month for? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. 
<laughs> man, shout out to Chick Fil A, man. I recently had uh, a grilled chicken uh, biscuit from there. Oh, a breakfast joint. I-, I haven't had the grilled chicken breakfast joint before. I had the grilled chicken sandwiches, but not the breakfast. Yeah. That shit was top tier. I took mm. my girls there this week on an off day. We had a day daughter date and went and spent like sixty bucks at Chick Fil A. Pulled up at the wife's job for lunch. Um, but yeah, I I think we I I've had the grilled chicken in every way it comes. That's my that's <laughs> my favorite. That's my favorite chicken from a fast food joint. So top sure. tier eats, yes, top sir. tier eats, man. So Switzerland is considering legalizing cocaine for recreational use. I don't know nothing about that. I don't, I don't know about that. Right. <laughs> Let's see how many how many uh people we know of the other race are taking trips to Switzerland this year. That book of sugar. <laughs> I think there's like some uh stats or some type of study that when you decriminalize it like that, though, there's it's safer, there's more resources to be able to help people do it that are already going to be doing it to do it mm-hmm. safer. So there, I have heard that there are some benefits of just legalizing it and now making it accessible and safe for the users. My question when it gets that deep is what happens to the people that's already got got, you know what I'm saying? They sit in there like, that's <laughs> let me out. <laughs> so, yeah. It's wild, man. It's wild. Wild, I mean, wild. I mean, let's be real, man. They're not doing it. They're not doing it for the people that already use it they're doing it because they figure like hey man we can make some money off of this too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they've been yeah. making money off of it for years we need to make our cut yep. we can we can tax it we can get our cut so it is what it is i guess man uh shots out to switzerland I guess. <laughs> <laughs> las vegas woman who claimed to be too pretty was arrested and sentenced to 15 years to life for killing her mom. Was she pretty? She's all right. <laughs> that's she's about like seven, about seven and a half. Story. Nah, that's Vegas. That. Las Vegas. Las Vegas, man. Like, it, it's wild out there in Vegas right now, man. I was talking to my brother about some of the stuff that's going on out there with the Airbnb situation. They're trying to outlaw Airbnbs out there in uh, Las Vegas to basically force people to stay at the casinos and stuff like that. Um, the flooding that's going on out there. You got you know, the, the, the G League player uh, killing that woman and dumping her in the desert and shit. Like, it's mm-hmm. wild out there in Vegas right now. Yeah. Vegas always been that way, though. It's, it's Sin City for a reason. Factual, factual, factual. A supermarket delivery guy he won the lottery for five million dollars out there in the UK, but he still worked his shift on December twenty third, so he wouldn't leave his colleagues in the wind. Would y'all do that? Yeah, I'll give him one more. Well, I, I I would give him one more because <laughs> that, that whole shift I'm gonna be in there like I ain't doing a motherfucking thing. But I come hold it down for the for the for the crew one last time because uh, they ain't about to see me after the twenty third. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe y'all niggas. I'm gonna just say I'm gonna say I don't believe y'all. I don't believe y'all. I, I I refuse to believe y'all. Shots out to Johnny Johnston, great guy, better man than me. It's the deuces. Soon as that, excuse me. Soon as that check hits the account, 
it's over. It's, it's, it's <laughs> over. I'm not. It's no call, no show. It's you changing my phone number. You're never gonna. See me again. <laughs> They're like, where can we go? go. <laughs> they don't know. Nobody They're knows in. you won. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If I don't show up for my crew, this, this, the store is not gonna be open. So it's gonna be over like that for a lot of people's jobs. So I'll come. I'll come give them the heads up one more time. That uh, killer out of here. Pass yeah. somebody the keys. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just gonna leave them there. They 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 just gonna... figured out. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dizzle, you brought this to the table, man. Uh, so I'll let you kick it off. What was your best purchase of 2023? Yeah, me and my wife be every time we use it, uh, be talking about it, and uh, we bought a vacuum, like cordless vacuum. I think it's a. Uh, it was like seven or eight hundred dollars, but we got it used for two hundred, and it's one of the best purchases. It got the light on it and everything. What's the light? Oh, you haven't seen those? It has mm -hmm. uh, the one Shayla was telling me about has a light on it, so you can like uh, see where the dirt is or whatever. Like mm. you know, vacuum, you go over one spot and you got to keep going over it or whatever. Yeah. So like it brightens up, so you can see exactly where the dust particles are and everything like that. It wasn't eight hundred dollars, but it was it was up there though. Uh, I ain't, I ain't know about that, but nah, vacuum was a great purchase. It just made cleaning so much easier, not having the whole cord. To the worst part about vacuuming is wrapping up the cord afterwards, bro. That should be that should be fucking a hassle. I'll say, I'll say, it's that's not the worst part. The worst part is the cord's not long enough mm, because yeah. you'd be halfway across the room, and you'd be like trying to get <laughs> in. You got to unplug it, find another socket to get in, and get the other half of the room. At least that's my struggle. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, so the vacuum was a great purchase, and then the dishwasher. So it makes our life so much, so much easier, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, what what were y'all uh, most useful or best purchases of the year? For me, I, I got a uh, a new Mac at the beginning of the year. That was big. I got a new DJ controller. That was big. But to be honest, the one that I truly, even though those make me money and those are great, I truly enjoyed how I bossed up and did the whole Vegas trip for the wife with the Usher tickets and the like. That was that was a pretty penny that I spent, and uh, but we had a great time. So that was one of my more frugal, but Best time purchase I've ever had. Shout out to Marcus talking about the vacuums being old. Yes, Dizzle, you're officially old man status. <laughs> about the best purchase was the vacuum. Right. Yeah, and it's, it's, I'd be thinking, I thought about it when I bought the vacuum. Mm -hmm. I bought it at the spot, local spot. Uh, it's called Vax and Videos. Always been a spot in Huber where they sell used video games that I used to go to when I was a kid. Like, 10 years old i'm going in there looking at all the video games now i'm going in there looking for vacuums so we're we're definitely at that age yeah yeah uh speaking of being old you know, normally i would talk about you know some of these damn shoes that's on this wall and on that wall over there would be uh my best purchase but i'm gonna say the new fence for the house uh the fence was lean and heavily <laughs> and not only did we get the fence fixed and repaired and it was looking nice and pretty, but we got the new gate. The new gate got a nice little click clackety to it. So, you know, ain't no coming in and coming out. The wind ain't blowing the thing open and everything like that. And it made our driveway longer so we could park more cars if we get more cars. So the new nice. fence. I'm going to say the new fence okay. is the best purchase of 2023. I would have right. said the roof, but we got that 
2022, but <laughs> I'm going to go with the fence. Nice. Speaking of 2023, uh, this is the last day of 2023, and we always got to talk New Year's resolutions. Give me one, the one New Year's resolution that you are going to do. Not, you know, these are the things I'm trying to get done. New me, new year, I'm going to go to the gym, all that shit. Give me one that you know for sure you're going to do. Uh, Less door dashing. Did if you I look at last my- year? <laughs> no, this was the year of DoorDash. The year of DoorDash. <laughs> next year, got to do less, man. It, it, if we look at our transaction history, it's ridiculous. I don't even want to know how much we spent. It's that bad. But y'all had an excuse. What was the excuse? Little man. Little we man got... was on the way. He was preparing. <laughs> no nah, man. Working from home. <laughs> Okay, maybe not. That shit costs so much money. Nah, man. No excuse. We got food at the house. Now I know I'm getting old because I'm turning into we got food at the house. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Just one. Just one. Just one. The one one you are going to do. I am definitely going to get my credit card utilization down this year. That's what I'm going to do for sure this year. Okay, for me, uh, everybody talking about responsible things, you know, getting a credit card and chilling on the DoorDash. Mine evolves around the number 52. There are 52 weeks in a year. My New Year's resolution is I will watch 52 new movies this year. Ooh. That's one new movie a week. So I, I came to this realization during this two weeks of being off work about how much content is out there. And, you know, we all have like our comfort shows. You know, if you're cleaning up the house, you turn blah, blah, blah on. Or mm-hmm. shoot, you turn on uh, NFL Network and it's playing a game that you already watched before. But, you know, you just, it's just on or whatever. Utilize all these streaming platforms like your Netflix, your Apple Plus, your Hulu, Disney Plus. There's all these movies out here. Watch the movies. So I'm going to watch one new movie a week for the year. So I'm going to watch 52 new movies this year. I'm picking one. <laughs> you got I said, I'm, one. I don't know. I gotta think on it. I gotta. I gotta find something good. Some old. Some old. Like Howard the Duck. You know. Some old. Some old. Speaking. Speaking of movies. <laughs> Dizzle, you had a slight assignment, and I saw that you watched I Beverly watched. Hills Cop. Yeah. What I did. did you think about the original Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie Murphy? <laughs> I'm interested it, to hear your thoughts and opinions. It was all right. It was okay. I, I it wasn't it was it was cool I will say that I'm always down for an original at that because Beverly Hills Cop ain't a remake or nothing is it right it's original movie yeah mm-hmm. it's original okay Axel so get, Foley is Axel Foley baby I give him props but it was it was all right it didn't make me want to watch the second one mm. Mm. it was cool <laughs> and if y'all saying the third one is the worst oh, no, one. No. Don't yeah. watch the third one. No. Don't, don't watch the third one. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Uh, fun fact about Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, originally, Sylvester Stallone was going to play Axel Foley. 
But then mm. when they hired Eddie Murphy, they changed the script to make it a more of an action comedy as opposed to strictly an action. Hmm. The more you know. More you know. <laughs> well, shit, there it is. The last episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast for 2023. Happy New Year to everybody, especially my bros. Dizzle and Killer, man. Hope you, yes, sir. Y'all Happy New Year. New Year the right way and all that type of stuff. Speaking of that, what are y'all doing tonight? I ain't doing nothing. I might at most go play some dominoes with my boys, but nothing that involves mm-hmm. being down public. Yeah. <laughs> nah, big chill crib. I'm, I'm I'm trying to drink some tea now so I can drink some liquor later. Uh yeah, just chill. Get some champagne. Pop some bottles. Pop some bottles. Same. Uh gonna be watching. Oh wait, the Vikings in Green Bay. So gonna be watching that. Yeah, uh, yeah. probably watching movie today. Just chilling, man. Just chilling, enjoying the last day of the year, getting ready for 2024, <laughs> and to watch one movie a week. That's the goal. Hell yeah! Marcus said, "Dominoes, old age." I'm definitely 41. <laughs> a lot of old age on this. <laughs> Damn, but the old nigga. <laughs> right. Shout out to everybody uh, tuned in on Instagram. We have some comments on Instagram too. We are now streaming on our Instagram page. If you don't nice. follow it, go ahead and hit the follow button. Uh, so you can make this up podcast, man. Oh. So yeah. Shouts out to my brother James Hill tapping in. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Fun fact about my guy, James Hill. He was the first person I met at Oxford Elementary School in first grade. Shout out to my bro. Was that a LeBron three or was it not? It was a three. Yeah, it was a three. Ref suck. There it is. You can't make this up. Podcast Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next year. Peace.